Hey team, if you are struggling to find a build or even develop your mixed voice, I wanted to share my journey with you all today and give five very specific strategies that has helped me develop this coordination. So tip number one, tip number one is actually playing around the sound called the kick drums. Because here's the thing, when I first started working on my voice and trying to even hit my mix and get into those high notes, the tricky part or the challenging part was I had zero idea of what it could even feel like. Right, and this idea of mixed voice just felt so elusive to the point where you know, you you kind of wonder what is this thing that they're talking about. People would describe it as this thing between chest voice and head voice, but as someone who had never felt this before, all I had was a strained chest voice and a very very breathy or disconnected full setup. And so, if you're in this boat at the moment, comment into the description below. But this was where I was at. And so what really, really helped me get into more of like a mixed voice coordination was exploring this sound called the kick drum. This is something one of my earlier vocal coaches, Tyler, he showed me this exercise. So first of all, thank you so much, Tyler. And basically this exercise allows your chords to come together in more of this mixed voice coordination. Now I will be sharing a full tutorial on this. I've actually filmed a tutorial on this and you can check it out if this is something you're interested in. But very, very quickly, right? What is the kick drum? Basically it sounds like this. Because if I find this kind of coordination, as I start navigating up higher, So all of a sudden I'm able to go up and down my range without there being as much of a crack. So this is a sound that really, really helped me with building and finding that coordination, which is mixed voice. By the way, team, if you are enjoying these tips so far, make sure to hit that follow or subscribe wherever you're listening from. On this show, we aim to demystify learning how to sing and we post a tutorial every single Friday. So if you wanna be part of the team, make sure to hit that subscribe or follow wherever you're listening in from. So tip number two when it comes to building or finding your mixed voice is using the hum to establish a nice ping in your voice. Because what ended happening is after I got an idea of what mixed voice could feel like, you know, could feel like through the kick drums as I described in step number one or tip number one, the challenging part was I still couldn't really picture what it'd be like to sing with it. All I could do was this but when I jumped into a song or applied it into some music or even a scale, it was really, really tricky to find. And so then what really became really useful was then establishing the ring or the buzz of the voice. Now, a lot of my students will experience this as basically keeping a bit of like a buzz ring somewhere, you know, in, above the nose, but behind the eyes, that kind of area. Now, as you keep exploring, you will find your own sensation, but just know that a buzz or a ping in the sound can exist. Now, for example, if I just find a buzz on an NG, right, a nasal consonant, sing, all of a sudden I feel this kind of bright, kind of pingy, almost metallic quality somewhere up here. And then if I open up my mouth to it, all of a sudden I get this kind of metallic quality even into my voice. This is a sign that your voice is actually coming together, right? It's actually building the right kind of resonance and it's phonating most importantly correctly because a lot of people who don't have these ping will notice that a lot of effort, a lot of the, the strength is coming from their throat and often it doesn't feel comfortable and it's not a great place to sing from. And basically what you can do from here, once you've found this kind of buzz or this ping from a, you've opened up to a vowel, 
whether it be, you know, even a hmm, once you find that kind of bite or ping in that quality, you wanna see if you can start going up high in your range by keeping that bite in the sound. For example, all of a sudden you can go past the break or past the transition without it necessarily flipping, right? And there is a very strong kind of bite to the sound. Maybe it's not even a quality that you'll necessarily sing with, but it allows you to navigate your range without having to flip. So experiment with this, play around with this idea of the ping or the metallic bite in the sound. This is something that's really, really helped me and also helped a lot of my clients that I work with. Now, tip number three, and this is actually something I discovered more in hindsight, right? And this is more in hindsight once I had developed some of the coordinations and found some of the sounds. Tip number three is really about not being afraid of the quirky sounds or sounds that you know don't necessarily sound aesthetically pleasing to you or even sound right to you sometimes. The reason why is these sounds that are often unnatural for us initially at first, or maybe they even might sound funny to us initially, they sometimes could be the key to actually singing in some of the coordinations that you want. As long as they don't hurt, that is just a sign that it's not a habit for you, right? It's not necessarily sounds you're familiar with. And when it comes to building new coordinations like mix, sometimes we have to go outside of that comfort zone. We have to explore sounds that you aren't used to in order to develop coordinations that are new for you. Now, an example of this is when I first started developing my voice, I, I used to think that the ping or the metallic by that we talked about in step number two or tip number two, in fact, I used to think that was just pure nasality, right? I thought they were, you know, it was just a really nasal sound and a sound that I was not able to use. But it wasn't until working with some of my teachers, right? Working with some of my teachers that after experimenting and just constantly bouncing back and forth, realizing that that ping or that bite, that ping or bite is actually an important ingredient when it comes to keeping your voice healthy and strong. It actually allowed me to find the bite, the clarity, the ping in the sound without me just going, oh, and kind of over darkening the sound, which is actually honestly how I use to sing. The reason why I'm sharing this with you is if you are, you know, working through some vocal exercises and you're like, gosh, this sound, this sound is just so weird. And I don't know if I, it's getting me anywhere. Keep exploring. Don't be afraid of exploring the quirky sounds because sometimes they are the qualities that can help you get to where you want. Now, tip number four is all about watching out for your vowels. And in particular, using specific vowels to help you get into more of a mixed voice kind of resonance. Now, a few years ago when I was working with my coach, Tyler, this was a concept that we really played around with, which means often when we are going up to our higher notes or even navigating our range, one thing that tends to happen is our mouth tends to open up. We tend to distort the vowel and we tend to change the sound. For example, we might go, ah, and we, we kind of get into more like a shouty coordination and we start to distort the sound. And so one of the coordinations that we need to build, and one of the things that I realize is when we want to be building your mixed voice coordination, you want to play around with not having to open your mouth. In fact, one of the exercises that I'm, I'm going to show you right now is go the complete opposite, which is as you're going to your high notes, roughly around that kind of transition of that break area, try to actually intentionally close the vowel enclose the vowel and see if you can feel this sensation of a gear change, a shift in the resonance. For example, if I incorporate tip number two as well, you 
when I get to that top note, I feel a shift in the quality of the sound. And this just comes from me going to a more closed valves, right? You might even have to rewind this episode to quickly check on it yourself, see if you notice that shift. But internally, I feel the sound go from a more kind of open kind of quality to something that's more shifted and maybe even slightly more closed, right? They usually call this closed timber. And what this does is it trains your resins to sit in a slightly higher pocket, more of where a mixed voice would tend to be. So this is actually an exercise you can explore with yourself, just going from an R to an U vowel. You can even combine it with the, the ping exercise that we talked about in tip number two. So tip number five is all about training that falsetto. Now, I don't know if it was maybe because I naturally had a lower range. You know, when I first started singing, I could barely go past a C4. When I was singing, a lot of those high notes, I often had to sing in a falsetto. And I actually did a lot of exercises that had me going in and out of falsetto. But because of this, I often had a stronger falsetto. Falsetto was actually one of my stronger points, even though I couldn't hit some of those high notes in mixed voice. But what I realized from doing this, right, and this is actually something I've realized more in hindsight, is that by strengthening and building a clear falsetto, a strong falsetto, this is actually one of the roadblocks when it comes to building a more balanced mixed voice, right? A mixed voice that's gonna be more flexible and more easy to use. Because I'll notice this for a lot of my clients who, you know, when you ask them to access a falsetto, they, they might make it sound like this. And there's almost like no sound, right? Because it's so leaky, it's there's so much air coming through. And you'll notice this actually translates into more of like a fuller voice quality, into more of like a mixed voice quality. When they are going for the high notes, because their chords don't have that accuracy, don't have that ability to come together and resist the airflow, even in a lighter manner, they tend to struggle with getting there. And so what I would love to encourage you, one of the things that I've learned is you need to be training your falsetto if you want to develop your mixed voice, right? Everything is everything here when it comes with the voice. When you train one part of your voice, you end up training the other areas of your voice as well. And so how can you actually train your falsetto? Now, I've actually got a full tutorial on this. Again, I'll just drop it in the description or put it up on the top left corner. But a little way you can think about it is this. There's really two things you wanna be tackling when it comes to strengthening your falsetto. Number one, you wanna be stretching it as high as possible and also as low as possible. Simple one is just doing little sirens. Just finding a nice kind of stretch with your sirens going up as high as possible and as low as possible. Now, the second part of the equation though is making sure it's not breathy, right? If you find that you're going, right? You're going really, really breathy. Try pulling back on the volume until you can get a slightly clearer sound. See if you can find that slightly clearer quality and the clearer the better, right? I noticed my voice will sing better when I have that clearer kind of falsetto. And by doing this again and again, and also working on some of the exercises we've done previously, right? You know, the kick drums, playing around with the ping, all of these things will start to develop and build your mixed voice or build your high notes, right? In a way that's not strained, but it's also not just a disconnected falsetto. So team, hopefully this has helped. This is more a direct straight to point kind of video. If you guys enjoy this kind of straight to point videos, comment in the description below, just so I know and I can create more videos that actually serve you all. And just remember, you don't have to do this alone. Building mixed voice or tackling some of your high notes or just building your voice is something that I help my students tackle all the time. This is something that I tackle all the time. And so if you are interested in getting some help and you would love me to be guiding you through this, I'll be dropping a link in the description below on how to get in contact with me. So apart from that, you know, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I'll see you all next Friday. And remember, you are not your limitations. Take care.